Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. They call us alternative, yeah, cause we ain't vanilla We got the hard-hitting facts coming out that manila For the truth in the media's afraid of the realists Check the statement of the deep state Yeah, they faked it, mainstream news Pull the cover up, it's sacred Everybody hates it, but who's the one to face it? It's woke news to expose truth to the nation Who the ones are not afraid to speak the truth? Educate the youth, exposing lies on who they listen to Hey, they wanna call collusion, you ain't got the proof Who? A lot of people lying now, but what they got to lose? Yeah, but we're not like that, only interested in facts Making sure we get it right, earn the trust of the mass Population's only strong when liberty's intact And as a wise man said, if it's not, it will last That was George Washington, by the way I guess what it I has guess. been said that when in the course of human um, events an oppression so revolts its subjects that it becomes necessary to alter or abolish the means of that tyranny is it that time when our bill of rights is defiled every day when our adventures abroad threaten our security at home when the federal reserve keeps our free nation enslaved by debt when the people of the world tremble under the thumb of corporate imperialism and now our nation is drifting dangerously out, from freedom to fascism. Yeah, so I have you know, to ask, uh, is it time? Secure, you know, like a Republican or a freedom lover, and uh, you want to make, and you want to secure your place in the states, move to those states. And the time is now. The threat you. is clear. The um, bands of tyranny um, are know, tightening around like America, and it is our duty to resist. They are getting redder on the fight of week. Like, As empowered patriots, let us take stock of our commitment um, to the ideals upon which this country was founded. America without our freedoms is like a body without a soul. The challenge before the freedom movement is no less than to bring about a revolution of values, inspire a renaissance of American politics, and breathe new life into the tortured body of our nation. We will meet that challenge with courage and love, and as always, we the people will prevail! To rally the troops of the Revolutionary Army in the winter of 1776, Thomas Paine said, These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country. But he that stands by it now deserves the love and thanks of man and woman. 
Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. As Iraq veterans against the war, we are resisting an occupation we once risked our lives for. We swore to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America, but we found out the hard way that the greatest enemies of the Constitution are not to be found in the sands of some far-off land, but rather right here at home! new winter soldiers and we are still defending America. We bring the values, skills, and commitment that make us warriors to the fight before us today. We are working to end the war by strategically withdrawing our material support and inspiring others to do the same. By advocating for veterans, we are empowering soldiers to become successful civilians. With Truth in Recruiting, we are inspiring a generation of young Americans to find a better way to serve their country than dying for empire. And by supporting those who are actively resisting, we inspire further resistance and ensure that soldiers still have the right, as is their duty, to disobey illegal orders. I will not tell you that the band-aids applied by Democrats and Republicans will heal us. I will not pretend that everything is just going to be okay while we are bled dry by tyrants. And if it takes the last full measure of devotion, I will not allow the same fate to befall this country. This young movement is getting past the external wounds to the greater evils plaguing this nation. We know that the greatest threat to American security is the current corruption of our government. No politician has ever ended a war. Civil rights were won in this country not by any legislator, but by a movement. I have great hope for America, but it comes not from any election. No, my hope comes from you. Our tragic love affair with the state has led us to put far too much trust in a government that we thought could improve our lives, but has instead come to rule our lives for us. We have become, as a people, like a frightened, battered, beat-down victim of an abusive relationship. A servile, unquestioning, obedient people will always produce tyrants. We must, as a nation, once again embrace defiance, rebellion, and resistance. More and more Americans are avoiding unenforceable taxes, leaving government jobs out of disgust, and sending their kids to college instead of combat. But our efforts as a movement must become unified and deliberate to fully withdraw our support and compliance. Be it with your lives, labor, or tax dollars, stop investing in your own oppression. Guard your communities from the police state. Don't waste a single vote or a single dollar on the two-party system. Do not be content merely to grumble and to march while they are using fear, force, and violence as weapons of oppression. We must embrace the opportunity to resist civilly while we still can. We are compelled to be here for many different reasons and there is strength in our diversity. As within Iraq veterans against the war and veterans for peace, we don't need to be uniform to be unified. Take a look at the thoughtful, passionate people that surround you on this field and throughout this country. Do not leave here today without meeting a new brother or sister in the struggle. Take with you the inspiration to share your passion with someone who does not know they are yet part of our movement. Seek out where you can be most effective in the cause of liberty. Challenge our force-fed culture questioning conformity and compliance. 
and embrace a world that is not defined by the politics of fear, our obedience producing schools, or the false prophets of the corporate media. As we have been awakened, we must stir the sleeping masses. As the forces of oppression are diligent, so must we toil. As they are committed, we must surpass them. As they step up their, their efforts, we must rise up to defeat them as a unified movement. Rebels, traitors, enemies of the state, all terms King George would have used to vilify our founders. I, for one, will always rebel against oppression, a traitor only to tyranny, and I would be remiss to not make myself the enemy of a state that so blatantly tramples our freedoms. American values have been nearly vanquished by consumerism, militarism, and authoritarianism. Yellow ribbons and lapel pins will not save this country. When injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. The utmost manifestation of love and devotion to America is today, as it always has been, resistance of tyranny. Resist we must, and resist we will. We will not be silent, we will not obey, we will not let our government destroy our humanity. We will not wait another moment in fear to stand up for what we know to be right. It is time we start meeting oppression with resistance. They cannot stop us. Humanity marches on. You can fight it or fight for it. When we say revolution, we say it with love. As we march onward from this place where we have pledged to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor, let us embrace the struggle, cherish the fight, and live in that love. The passion of our hearts will be raised with our fists! Hey, uh, everyone, let me get out of the screen real quick. Um, hopefully everyone uh, took time to to listen to the words. And yes, that, that is correct. That was um, Adam Kokesh from many, many years ago. And to this day, to listen and to watch that still sit, spent, sit, sends just tingles up my spine. Um, so much of the strong words and everyone knows that Adam was, a, you know, dedicated to our military at one time. And when he, you know, witnessed what was taking place is whenever he, you know, delivered that speech in Washington, D.C. Uh, good morning, everyone. Welcome, everyone, to the chat room. This is kind of a last-minute type of a, a live stream. The Discord channel group that we run, many people were like, hey, we need to we need to jump on. We need to talk about things. It is the 20-year mark of 9-11. Of so I want to thank them. It was something that I thought about even of, of last night doing. Uh, crashed early. Uh, but before we move the conversation forward and we share some of the uh, commentary that's going to be taking place from the Discord channel, I think it's appropriate for, for all of us because I know many of you probably either have family members, friends who were impacted of this tragic day 20 years ago. I know I personally do. I can remember this day like yesterday in terms of the events unfold, what I was doing to that, to that specific day. 
I'm not going to bore you with the details because you all have your memories of that. But what I do want to say is this, is that I do also have friends who lost sons who volunteered, who after 9-11 volunteered and went to go serve our country. So what I'd like to do at this time, at this period, is to pause for a moment, for just a moment of silence, so that we can remember the victims of 9-11, to the families, friends who are directly impacted, to the, to the parents who lost their sons, you know, to this war. I think we should pay respect to that, of all feelings aside. So please join me for a moment of silence. Okay, thank everyone uh, for that. I, I appreciate it. Uh, before we jump into the conversation, I do want to let everyone know that we do have a, a hard stop, probably at 1.45 p.m. I will be uh, simulcasting a discussion on, from the Schiller Institute. I'm very excited to be uh, live streaming that with them. It's going to be a great conversation. Our good friend Harley Schlanger will be one of the moderators, along with Helga Zelp-LaRouche, also, Bill Benny, that many of you are very familiar with, speaking about this day and the remembrance and what it means as it go, goes forward. Now, I know many of you, the people that are listening to this live stream, the people that are listening in the, in the, in the, in the chat room that are waiting uh, patiently in the Discord channel, have many thoughts as to relates. But I think the words are like reflecting upon what Adam said in that, that video from several years ago, probably you know 20 plus years since he delivered that speech, still resonate to this day in terms of the attacks on our individual liberty, our individual freedom, and those same things of the criminals who brought down those towers, whether foreign or domestic involved, the same ideologies, the same beliefs of what they want to accomplish still live, live and breathe well today. Posting on your social media page, remember 9-11, all those things, I would challenge us as a whole that by far we already forgot about 9-11. We forgot about the lessons from that tragic day, from the compromise, from the, the things that we gave up as a whole, individual liberty, individual freedom, with the execution of not only the TSA, but the, the Homeland security, the surveillance state, the 24-7 monitoring of our, of, our, of our phone calls, the secret courts that are involved. And we're witnessing that to this exactly day. The, everything that took place back then is just being duplicated. And, and if, so the events of 9-11 are so, so ring so true to the events of, of COVID and what we're witnessing. And so I want to go ahead and bring in the uh the the discord channel the 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 folks that are patiently waiting um so give me one moment to do that because i need to cancel out of screen i need to launch a discord because we were getting a lot of feedback uh from it apparently at one time um so i'm gonna bring that up right now i'm gonna bring it over to another screen um so that way we can we can bring in the conversation and have 
people who are patiently waiting kind of share uh, what this day means to them. So bear with me for one second. Okay, so um, so I'm gonna I'm joining the chat room uh, right now, and and I'm gonna share a screen uh, right now with uh, the 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 folks that are patiently waiting in there, and that'll add the audio as well. And so I am joining currently. We have several people that are waiting, and again, uh, 9/11. I want to be respective of the people who uh, who who are impacted by that day and what this day means to us. So let's so let's kick things off first. I want to be respective. Please don't interrupt each other as we go through this discussion because it'll make it more difficult for the live listeners to listen into this. And we'll just go down the rank as we see across the screen here. Um, so welcome everyone. Uh, Crypto Cowboy, Jay Crypto's here, uh, as well as uh, I'm going to mess it up. Koga Pad, as as well you're as good, uh, <laughs> the Re the Republic of Metallia, which I love it because it's close to Metallica. Uh, but uh, crypto cowboy, we're gonna we're gonna start with you first, as it relates to this day and and, and open open conversation to what you want to discuss. So uh, you're muted right now, cowboy. But if you can unmute yourself and kick off the conversation, that'd be great. All right, sorry, I wanted to uh, mute it to keep the background noise minimal. Um, so yeah, I think that. I think that there's a lot of things happening right now. And of course, you know, we want to be respectful to those impacted by the event 20 years ago, like, like CJ said. So, I, you know, probably not the day to get too far into any kind of theories. Um, but I do think that a lot of things are being put in front of us right now that are designed to make us upset. Um, you know, especially some of the, I don't want to use the wrong term. I'm going to say mandates uh, that are being kind of forced right now. And I think that the worst thing we can do is to say the wrong thing and get really upset right now and, and just to cause conflict. I think we have to, you know, just kind of be calm and uh, cooler heads will prevail on that. Um, I Thank you for that. Um, Crypto Cowboy, appreciate it. Um, you know, again, like I said, you know, as we uh, go towards this and what we're currently facing, um, you know, hello in the chat room. Some people are saying hello. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm glad everyone's here in the chat room. Uh, a lot of people are commenting and I, I wish I could share that with the discord group. So it's kind of difficult to manage the stream, especially flying solo here. Uh, let's transition next and let's go to Jay crypto. You're up next. Yeah. I, um, my heart go out to all the families that were impacted and obviously as a nation, it did impact us. Um, but I think what we owe to the families is truth and justice to find out. I mean, even in the truther faction, we there's different theories and we still don't know the truth. And only Saudi Arabia is being released as a country involved that's been making it to the mainstream. And I don't think honoring the families by taking away our civil liberties and our rights that the founders and framers intended for us to have is... I, I think what you've been preaching, CJ, about getting more involved locally as far as city council, state house and state senate to hopefully return those rights that are given to us by God, not government. And I think that's the best way we can honor those families is to fight for what's right and not physically, but fight for the truth and fight to take our city, states and country back. Very well said. Very well said. I know I'm butchering it, but uh, Koga, you're up next. <laughs> Sorry no, about that. Okay. <laughs> no, you said it right. <laughs> okay. You said it right. Yeah, you know, the same 
thing for like I'm um, going along with a with crypto and cowboys. So you know, you know, rest in peace to those families. I have a lot of family up in New York, and you know, my cousin works for for Citigroup, and he actually witnessed the planes like coming across, like hitting into those buildings, and he lost he lost a lot of good friends that day too. You know, and it was you know, and I it was a sad day, man, and it was it like really traumatized everybody and. You know, we have to, we just have to like, you know, just be strong now, you know, now it's time to just, you know, like, hey, we got to do, we got to do what's right for this country now, you know, get ourselves together because, you know, early on, there's so much we don't really know, but all they, you know, they just show you what you want to see, you know, and it's it's just, you know, it got to get fixed, you know what I mean? So, you know, bless the families out there who lost their loved ones and, you know, and bless my some of my buddies up there too, who was in the mix. I don't want to get too much into detail what they had to deal with, but you know, they're right now they're they're mourning. So I wish them mm. the best and hope they they heal well. But that's that's pretty much all I gotta say. Yeah, um, yeah, very well said, very well said. Uh, Republic, you're up next, please. Yes, to, to to add on to all of that, um, you know, my my prayers and thoughts go out to the families as well that were impacted by this. Um, you know, I uh, twenty years ago, I was six years old when this happened. So, um, and it uh, it hit pretty close to home for me too because I actually lived in Washington D.C. when nine eleven happened, and my uh, at the time. It, uh, my mom actually had to take care of uh, burn patients from the Pentagon uh, when it uh, when it got hit because, you know, she was uh, still an army nurse at the time. So um, it hit pretty close to home for me when I look back on it. Um, however, um, I, I can uh, I guess I could say that. Um, you know, it's I think a lot of us, especially here on Rogue News and, you know, just the Rogue rogue community in general and uh, people in alternate uh, media in general um we all i think we've all caught on to the to to the real reason as to why um like why uh, how preposterous um a lot of the uh like why we're even in this mess in the first place you know all the oh you know over 20 years later and uh you know it's I think uh, crypto or uh, or uh, J crypto said it best, and that was um, there's there's we're not honoring their names, the people uh, who lost their lives that day by you know sacrificing our own civil liberties. Um, there's there it's completely counterintuitive to what they would have wanted, and um, you know it's just quite frankly it's it's absolutely disrespectful where we have come since then and we you know and we're just stepping on their memories and um i think uh it would uh it, it doesn't suit us very well in the situation that we're in right now and um and i i think uh, i heard it best said it's like yes we should remember we we definitely should remember um how they've we should remember how they've attempted to you know squash us and um you know, just keep that in mind uh, going forward. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was, that was terrific. You know, very well said. And, and all of you kind of mentioned one thing, the over, overreaching tone of this is, um, 
is being respective of, of those individuals uh, that lost their lives, those, and individually, we not, we may not know their wishes individually or, or, or people who volunteered and, and sacrificed their lives going to, you know, whether Iraq or Afghanistan, in my humble opinion, one thing that we do owe them is, is to pay attention in regards to the attacks that occurred and the ideologies that took place that day and understanding that for the, for the most part, it was a direct attack on our, our Republic. The things that we stand for as a country, whether it's our individual liberty or our individual freedom and protecting those things. And I think that's something that, you know, that by far would be one thing that people would want to identify with why they would want to, you know, serve our country and, and pay the ultimate sacrifices defending our Republic and defending our Liberty. And, you know, I see many people post that, you know, remember nine 11 and, and all those things. And yes, we need to, but we also mean, need to be mindful of, of the events of that day, the things that unfolded, and then fast forward to 20 years later, yes, we could hash out, we could talk about who was responsible. You know, we can talk about the, the, the nine 11 report, you know, the, those that are truly responsible for the, the, the events that unfolded that day. But I think what is at the cusp of our, our conversation, what's the priority is the current language, the current attempts that we're witnessing, you know, firsthand, the attack, the continued attack on our individual liberty, our individual freedom. And if we don't learn, if we don't remember 9-11 from an overreaching perspective of the ideas from that day and the, the, the years past that, the attacks on that, and then fast forward to where we currently are, if we don't identify the same challenges, the, the, the same struggles, we're, we're doomed to make the same mistakes and I think that that's what we we where we've arrived. I was I wasn't necessarily uh, frightened. I I have never in my lifetime ever witnessed a uh, a president of of our country to to openly uh, threat uh, individuals to to label to to single handedly say, Hey, you know, we're, we're, we're losing patience, quote unquote, we're losing patience with that and what efforts are going to take place. And there's a great video out there. I can't share the video and play. And I, and I don't want to start to do that because people in the discord channel won't be able to watch it. But uh, one of the, the commentators that I watch, you know, quite, quite often and, and he started out his live stream and I was, I was, I was watching it earlier today and he's like, you know, normally I come to you and, you know, I'm excited about, about doing a podcast. I'm excited about doing, I'm talking about uh, Dr. Joseph Farrell. Um, you know, many of you are probably very familiar with his work. I, I make a conscious effort to watch every one of his, I don't participate in the, in the vid chats, but I, but I, you know, he was very reflective upon the language and the danger of the language that Joseph Biden put forward in regards to not only identifying individuals, not only to, to openly, you know, threaten in regards to what that relates to in terms of our individual freedom and liberty. And he, he, in contrast, or in, in, he, he reflected upon during Nazi Germany during the time when, 
safety and and the ideas put around that we need to do this in in terms of protecting you know everyone else it was it kind of mirrored and and i encourage everyone to go watch it because he's do he does a much better job of breaking down than what i'm doing right now but in terms of the dangers and 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 basically like an open call to action you know for 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 those groups and that's what we're currently currently witnessing and we're going through so uh, I want to thank you all for your open uh, commentary. We did have someone that that did jump into the Discord channel just here a few minutes ago, uh, Lala Mula. So I, I, if you want to unmute yourself, and I'll afford you the opportunity for just any uh, comment that you want to. Um, it's completely up to you. I'm not sure if you've had your, you know, I'm putting you on the spot because you came in just a few minutes late, and and maybe you weren't prepared to deliver any type of commentary. So. If you don't want to do so, just keep yourself muted, but I want to afford you the opportunity to do so. Thanks, CJ. I actually was just, I really don't have much to say right now. No, well, it's perfectly understandable. And like yeah. I said, I, I put you on the spot. It's <laughs> hey, you just joined. And, you know, why don't you jump into the, in, in, into the conversation and, and discuss it? Yeah. yeah. Um, a little bit late, but yeah. Uh, uh, in terms of, um, of uh, Dr. Farrell's uh, news and uh, news from the Nefarium, I'll I'll post that in under the in the USA section. The link to that last one that you're talking about. Super, I appreciate yeah, that. That's uh, he's a he's a he's very good. Um, I'm still stunned by the other night, so I. I kind of, I have a lot of anger and I haven't quite worked through it. So it's like, it's just one more thing to be really angry about, but you know, you just need to come up with a really, uh, come up with a plan. You know, I just have to have some kind of plan of action because, you know, I can't, I mean, I'm okay for myself, but I have friends that are now going to be forced to either quit their jobs or, which I had to do or, or get a job that could kill them because they're at a point in their life where they, it's really not a healthy choice. So I don't know. I can't figure out going. (laughs) If I could add some comment onto that. Go for Um, it. I, I went in a, I, I've been telling this to my mom the last couple of days because you know, she's kind of struggling with the same thing too. And I, I kept telling my mom, I was like, well, I wouldn't give up hope. I, I, I'm calling their bluff on it. I don't think they're going to win. Because as far as I can tell right now, um, they know it's suicidal to implement this. Every a good chunk of the country is highly against it, and you know even in some you know deep blue states, there are people that are being that are saying absolutely not. So uh, there's hope there. I, I wouldn't yeah. worry too much. Yeah, I'm gonna put say something real quick too. I mean, I have to agree with them too. I mean, they're I know a few people where they were, they already, I've, you guys know what's going on with Delta, U.S. Airways. Is it U.S. Airways or United? Is it United Airlines? I think it's all of them. <laughs> well, well, my buddy for Delta, you know, there were a few people who already quit over what he had said. But United, apparently there's big lawsuits going on that they're not going to tell you about. And long story short, United had already told the employees, you're not going to take this, we're going to fire you. Well, they changed their mind and told them, all right, we're going to give you 
I don't know. I think it was six weeks leave, six months, something like that, unpaid. But through the grapevine, for what I'm hearing, they're lowering up. And they're, like, real nervous. Because reality is this. You know, you got, was it the Nuremberg Act? You know, with 10th, 9th Amendment. You, you can't force somebody to take something and not respect the repercussion. I mean, CJ can't come to us, but like, okay, if you guys got to listen to Rogue, you got to take the shot. Like, are you crazy? All right, so we take the shot. Are you going to be responsible for us? What happens? You can't force us to do that. So basically, you know, long story short, they're lowering up and there is fight going back, but you're not, you're not going to see it because again, remember CJ said, CJ said it all the time. The media makes it seem like we're outnumbered. And that's all I got to say. And and to add to that, um, I would say this as well. Um, you know, in addition to the lawyering up thing, um, if you know, I don't know if anyone here listens to Dave over on X22. Occasionally, I'll listen to him. But mm-hmm. if there's one thing he's consistent about, and it's very true, is that uh, class action lawsuits are incredibly effective at getting people to 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 you know uh, mine their mine or. Uh, what's the uh, to to class action lawsuits are incredibly effective at keeping people in their place so that, that's what i have to add to that yeah i think there's specific ways to uh to, to counter this and you know like i said one of the reasons why i specifically you know posted earlier in our discord group in regards to any you know any threats of of, of violence or aggression or all that is that that's what they want and so my my encouragement to all those that are listening in is that this needs to be a very uh, the counter the resistance uh, to this tyranny. They would love for this to escalate. That's what they, that's what they want. They would love to duplicate another uh, you know January six, which you know neither here nor there. I don't I don't I don't want to touch base on that because we it would be a whole other discussion. But we know based upon the information that we see time and time again in terms of organizations that are infiltrated, uh, what they're able to uh, create specific scenarios. So I think what you said is very important is that there's ways to counter this that are, that are, that are, that are lawful, that are, that are peaceful, that every person should be, you know, pursuing, you know, whether it's your, your, your employer or your, um, your 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 current situation as it relates to any type of potential benefits that that could be harmed upon this uh so 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 be mindful of that and also be mindful of of you know who's within your circle you know we have this discord group um i i i don't know who from who we're building relationships and everything uh, but at the same time uh, we need to be mindful of that that there's there's infiltrators that exist in every uh, organization and everything that takes place. So, uh, so I think that in terms of luring up, in terms of, of of pursuing those things, the Nuremberg Code uh, is is very important. It's there for for a reason. Um, so that very well, and we're already starting to see some some uh, state uh, representatives, uh, some attorney generals starting to make you know commentary as they navigate through this into countering. Uh, this attempt of of what's taking place in terms of of the federal level. So, uh, village guy j- uh, just joined, and so I I I know he was commenting. Village. So I know he was uh, messaging earlier and everything. So I want to I want to open up uh, the floor to him to 
to provide some commentary if you'd like. So, uh, Village Guy, jump, go for it. Yeah. Hey, can you guys hear me all right? I'm Loud and clear, bro. We can hear you beautiful. All Loud right. and clear. All right. A little bit more on that. What's going on with that United thing? That's uh, 687 ground maintenance air, uh, what do they call that? Air personnel yeah, and right. management. And uh, what it is, is the basic gist of it is United Airlines decided to practice medicine without a license. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. Yep. yep. No, 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 no. Hold on. Don't ever use that vaccine. Don't ever use vax, vaccine, or anything. It is a pharmaceutical corporation's product that needs to have a diagnosis to implement. Period. That's it. Well, Le- yep. Legally, that is the argument. Yep. I just want to say real quick, too. I'm written up. Number one, it hasn't hit the federal register yet. So legally, it's not implementable. Two, there's that wonderful paragraph in there. I can't remember which one it is, but it says as long as it doesn't interfere with any other law which it does so <laughs> it interferes mm. with everything well, mm. actually, but hold on now that's where it gets into the weeds see an executive order is only executable for the executive branch right because here hold on when you take when you take an oath of office whether you're you know the dog catcher or whatever you take an oath in office to a corporation I don't care who thinks what, but that's what you do. And therefore, the Supreme Court has ruled that you actually give up your state citizenship. Not like Texas citizen or anything like this. The Supreme Court has ruled that you are a... We can... Um, does anyone else want to go before I comment? I just do what? To, I just, does anyone else have commentary before I before I jump in? No, go ahead, man. Okay. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I figured I might jump in here. Go, because, go for it. Uh, this is Calvin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, go ahead, go ahead. I might have to, to jump out here pretty soon, but I think that we might also, to, to take it out of the legal, legal language framework, which is important, um, but we also want to kind of recognize this probably for what it is. It's not the first time there has been a mandate of sorts, and th- those have gotten walk, walked back pretty quickly. Um, the last few times we've seen it, and I forget which one it was. Um, it was one of the earlier ones that applied to, um, I think it was just federal employees. And so many people objected that they ended up walking it back to where, okay, you don't have to take the jab. It's either take the jab or get tested. Um, now, you know, that's that's a compromise, and I think it's the beginning of many. And again, you know, I do believe that they want us to think we're outnumbered, and we're not. And I think the just a confident, um, quote unquote, no, is the thing to do. You know, it's just simply we will not comply. And that just has to be what it is. And I think that when enough people object, I think what they're trying to do is to beat the bushes and see what kind of crazies come out. They're going to issue this big, you know, mandate, and you're going to see a few people say some things that are probably going to get them in trouble. And then everything's going to get, you know, some hot, some cold water thrown on it. And I think that just, again, it's going to be about cooler heads prevailing guys like a uh, village guy, you know, who understands the, the legal framework of things and, um, you know, 
to just kind of know what your rights are and, and be steadfast. And I think that's, that's going to be key. And I think communities such as what we have in the discord are important. And I do believe that we do have to um, always be careful what we're saying, because we can get really upset and say things that can get us in trouble. And we don't know who's in there and who's, you know, going to take that the wrong way or, or use it against us. And so just gotta, gotta remain legal. That's what I'm trying to say. And that's what I have to say. I think in, 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 in terms of any uh, relationships or whether it's relationships with either services or employment, anything that's voluntary, I firmly believe that the Supreme Court is going to uphold any type of uh, vaccine mandate. That, that may alarm some of you, and you may be like, well, what is CJ specifically talking about? Uh, but, if, but if you remember... If you remember that not less than two months ago, uh, less than two months ago, the Supreme Court upheld in my home state, the University of Indiana, requiring all students to become to be to have the COVID vaccine mandate. So I wouldn't I wouldn't put a whole lot of faith in terms of 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 the courts from from a federal level. Uh, because anything that's voluntary, because one could argue to say, well, you don't have to go to IU. That's that's true. You don't have to work for that employer. That's true. You don't have to do all those things. So what what because I thought about this earlier today would be like. Where would be the first place to start? And and I think it'd be important as we navigate, navigate through this in terms of the federal level is to micro micro uh analyze this so and and what i mean by that is i think it 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 starts with your local health officials your your county health commission and then also you know filtering that out to your to your maybe even talking to your local your local sheriffs as we progress through this so i think that as as opposed to you know doing all those things, I think it would speak volumes if the if the silent majority, the winter soldiers came forth and we 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 stopped participating in these things. You know, maybe a maybe a national walkout of 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 our jobs, of our employment. Because because that's something that resonates with with them when they see the impact of that to understand it. And, and it's something that the media can't spend. The media can't, can't cover for because we've seen it time and time again. The, the, the perfect example that I can give to that is that the revelations that came out here recently in the intercept in regards to the freedom of information act with the documents, with the, the, the government funding, the Fauci funding of, of, of uh, allowing COVID to being, you know, become more susceptible to be, uh, you know, transmissible to, to, to humans. And nowhere in the media did you see that. They were able to literally silence that to the point where it's not even discussed anymore. It's like, you know, and, and that is something that normally, you know, would be something that, that that's important. So so I don't think there's a whole lot of of, of effort that should be taking place in terms of, you know that what that looks like on a, in terms of a, of a national level versus breaking it down and 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 looking at that at the local level 
and then saying, what can we do to make our voices, you know, be heard? So maybe, maybe it's, it's, it's a, it's a peaceful, uh, sit out day of, 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 of not participating in the economy or something that's going to speak volumes to the controllers to say, Hey, it's easily exposed that, that the masses are more about freedom and liberty than they want us to believe where, because of their algos, because of the conversation that we had earlier, that they're able to manipulate it to make us feel that we're in the minority, that they're, they're able to do that that would speak volumes to them to say, you know, almost like an Occupy Wall Street where they have no choice but to uh, to cover the, the, the information. Um, so so that's my 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 thoughts on it. But if there's anything that's like a voluntary situation, whether it's employment, going to college, going to shopping, they're going to uphold any type of, of vaccine mandate. I have no faith at all in terms of the Supreme Court holding up anything that relates to the Constitution. I don't. I'll open the floor to anyone that wants to comment regarding that. Well, so I, uh, I have been thinking, I have a friend that drives a, a regional bus, uh, in a certain state, in a blue state. And she's the one that's supposedly supposed to get mandated to do this, but she's, it, it's not a, you know, obviously it's not a good idea, but I was trying to get her to use her union. Cause they're part of a union to, cause the union's been fighting it. Um, to actually have if uh, the union go to the company or get it like have um, a mandatory if they're gonna man they're gonna make this these shots mandatory they need to have a weekly testing the company needs to pay for weekly testing for and dimer test because these people are driving and there's known clots so they need to be that that test will let uh, you know will let you know if you're form starting to form blood clots because of spike protein. So I'm like trying to find anything for her to fight back with because my concern is, is that they're shaking the weeds out to get people to do it. And, um, you know, and then people are just feeling so threatened that they just give up and just go along with it. So that, that was my point earlier. I don't know if it, it would, how well that would work, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm for, you know, just stepping out of the economy for a couple of days or three days or just like stop, don't buy anything, like walk away from it all. Um, make sure you have your own food and stuff for a few days. Don't participate. And somehow you class get action lawsuit. I beg your pardon? A class action lawsuit. That's yeah. one way she can fight it. Right. But those are, you know, you have to have the resources. And if you're feeling threatened, it, it's harder to get that going now they may be doing that in the background too so but i'm just trying to like find some stop gap measures like that just to put more um obstacles in the way to buy more times what essentially i'm trying to do so i mean yeah, I don't know. And, I, and and i think that i you know whether it's the the class action lawsuits and everything you know multi a multifaceted approach is is better than going at it just as a singular you know type type of approach always um so yeah. i think all That's those things all those things can considered is that that it's important to understand that there are options yeah and then there's this whole other thing about there's supposed to be some something in dc some kind of event another one of those like protest events but of course i would think most people w w wouldn't even think of going to that after january 6th so i don't know if anybody's heard about that 
Yeah. Um, I've not, I've, I've not heard about it, but, um, like I said, I cannot understate the fact that right now there's going to be a, a tremendous amount of infiltrators yeah. that are going to be, that are going to be coming in. And yeah, I would, you, I was thinking you should do that at the local level, you know, even if it's your own village or town or, you know, state before you um, go to the level. Cause I just, just think it'll be another shit show. Like it was so, a setup kind of thing. Yeah. I want to uh, yeah, pause for just uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry, go, sorry, no, go, go ahead and go for it. And then after you're finished, there's a couple people that have jumped into discord. So I want to afford them the opportunity to comment, but go, go ahead and go first. And then I'll, I'll, I'll bring them on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was going to add to your comment, uh, Lalimula. Um, I was going to say, you said your friend was a, a regional bus driver, right? So she's, D- she's DOT and all that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, okay. So I, I, I've wondered about this myself too, the last year. It's like, cause I'm a truck driver. I'm uh, over the road. So I drive all over the lower 48 and I've been wondering, I am kind of amazed that the last year there has not been a single mention about truck drivers getting mandated to take any of this. And I think my theory behind that is I think the reason why they aren't going to do that is because they know the supply chains need to keep going. And if they implemented something like that, there would be an even bigger shortage of truckers and people just in DOT in general. So like I said, I don't, I don't think, I, I don't think I'd be too worried. I, I, to tell your, to tell your friend, I don't think I'd be too worried because yeah. um, they know that. that it, well, let's pivot. The let's postal yeah. uh, service, all the postal workers that in, they're, exempt miraculously that's six hundred thousand people who just did, that doesn't apply to and how does that happen yeah. like <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just it's don't... called massive hypocrisy that's what no, no it, it's it's you don't mess with the postal service that's well, what it is <laughs> yeah. and and i think for those that are listening in for the first time to one of our our broadcasts or for one of those that's you know questioning the the narrative that's being put out by uh, Washington DC and in particular with, you know, with Joe Biden is that I, I would challenge anyone to answer that question is like, how does that make sense? How does that make sense? You have a, a significant uh, group of people who are handling not only uh, our, our postal mail, who are also potentially coming to our doorstep, you know, to a <laughs> mailbox handling things. How does it make sense to have that large of a, of a, of a segment of employers and and to exempt them from the from from the mandate, I think that that in itself, right there, exposes the level of of stupidity with it. So uh, I want to pivot for a moment. I want to give uh, Sky Queen an opportunity, and then jump to Celeste to provide commentary. So uh, Sky Queen, go for it. Hi guys, we <laughs> it's two thirty in the morning in South Korea, but I just wanted to say. Um, Airline people see it the most, how our rights have been taken away. Uh, We have a known crew member access to the airport that you can go through. But before, you didn't have to be in uniform. You could just go through, no problems. And then I don't know if you remember about Atlanta sending weapons. Some people that worked in Atlanta and they found weapons and blah, blah, blah in the cargo and they send it to a different state and there's always something that makes it more difficult for us and i don't know if it's true or not but okay now you can only go through known crew member in uniform with liquids 
it's always changing and making our life more difficult. And we see the tyranny more than anybody else. It, it's, it's horrible and it's made our life really bad. Wait, what part of South Korea are you in? In Chang? <laughs> I mean, oh, we're okay. real close to the we're real close to the airport. Um, oh, I used just, to I used to live over by uh, uh, Yongsan. <laughs> I'm not living here. I'm working. I'm going back to the states tomorrow. I did two um, Shanghai turns from here. Ah, but, but um, what they've done to the airline personnel and some of the airline people that don't see it, it's it's nuts how they just do what they're told to do and they don't see it. For example, last Monday starting out this trip, there was a girl trying to go through the known crew member and she wasn't in uniform. So they sent her over to the, she got a random check and they sent her over and she had a can of hairspray and they took it away. I mean, it's silly. It's simple things like that, but it affects our daily life. Uh, I used to keep a car in Tampa way back when, when my grandmother was in Tampa and I could walk down the um, air stairs and my car would be right over to the side and be on my merry way. And okay, we can't keep our cars. We can't go down. You know, you're not allowed access anymore. All done over with. Just my life was just a lot easier before all this. It's changed our lives so much. And some people don't even see the restrictions that have put on our lives. Yeah, very, very well said. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off. There's, I, I wanted to jump into that, but I, I, I don't want to do it at this point. So, uh, Celeste, go for it. You're next. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, I, I'm i sorry, I just jumped on probably about five minutes ago, so I don't exactly know which way you guys were going as for conversation, but I do agree. With, was it Sky Queen right now with your remarks? Um, yeah, when you, when you travel a lot, I know you work for the airlines. Um, when you travel a lot, it's not as fun the past 20 years. Um, I used to love going to the airport. Anytime somebody had to go, I was like, oh, my God, I want to go. You know, I just have always loved it. And um, it's no longer any fun. And traveling after 9-11 and COVID, worse. You know, I traveled all summer and um, kind of regretted in some ways because it just, it's like the last 20 years, anything that used to be fun is hardly fun anymore. And I know that sounds like total Debbie Downer, but I don't know. Last night I made the mistake of watching the um, Nat Geo's um, documentary about 9-11. I think it's very good for somebody who didn't live at that time or somebody who just didn't really know or, or somebody very young who's an adult now. They should watch that. I shouldn't have watched it. It just, it was an incredible documentary. Just looking at it as a former film stu student, very intense, it, amazing. It made you feel like you're watching the day all over again. I highly recommend it if you want to go down that journey. But now I, I wish I'd never seen it. It was just so desperately sad. And then when I think about what life was then and what it is now, it's just vastly different. And I know this sounds so depressing, but you know what? This day is depressing and um, things have changed. And I think of the people that never came home. And yeah, we can talk about this opinion and this person did this and it changed 
everything. And now we've been in all these wars and it's government's fault. And we can go into that all day long. But I still think about the people who didn't come. I still think about the young people who were widowed. Mm. I think about people that were orphaned. I, mm. I, I just think about, we lost 343 firemen in one day. I mean, usually one is bad, but 343 in one day, I still don't think people understand the magnitude in that. Um, it was like 70 something cops, I believe, and eight paramedics. I mean, that's just massive. And when you think about a, in the public safety realm, and then all the people, all the innocent people who, there's still like 1,400 that have never been identified, no fault to their own. They were just going to work or going on their own way. And some of them will never be found. Some of them, I believe, are probably vaporized. So it just, I think it's good to look back and think about things, but you know what? We just can't let, we got the line in the sand needs to be now with what we let government overtake and, and um, their overreach. When you think about then and now it's a quantum leap and something needs to be done. And um, I'm not saying anything violent or get your guns, you know, I don't know what that's going to be, but you know what? I'm really thankful for rogue throughout all these years. You know, you guys took a, a proud neocon and you turned her for somebody who, who thinks for herself. And, um, I once told V, you know, you pulled the curtain and I saw the wizard and, that's what I feel these past 20 years has taught me and um, I've grown a lot and, and, um, but it took something massive like that for me to see that things aren't really what they really seem to be. And then over the years I've listened to other people and I've learned this and I've learned that. And it's, it's been very sad. The whole journey of waking up has been very sad. And then today, you know, you, you think about what your life was like 20 years prior and it's different. Some things are good though, because you've learned to think for yourself and you, you don't fall for the, the nonsense that everybody else seems to be falling for. And you, you stand, you feel a little accomplished that you can stand up for yourself and you're not drinking the Kool-Aid, but it's been difficult. So thank you for listening to my rant. And it's probably been very depressing, but I know. Celeste, I, I think, I think it was, it was uh, fabulous no, to open all. yourself up hey, to, in that, yeah, in that manner. So no, I think, I think it was, I just and want to say, Timber, wait. Thank you for that. I needed to get that out. I just didn't know who to say all that to. So thank you so much, CJ. Yep, well, to add to to add to Great. your comments, last, I would um, I would say this too. It's like don't look at don't look at today as a day of mourning. Look at it as a day of celebrating celebration, a day of celebrating their life. You know, these people are overlords. Are so obsessed with you know the macabre and, and death and and all this and like you know knock it off like you know i don't want to remember you know their death i want to remember their life you know mm -hmm. when they were alive so you know knock it off with this with this you know morbid shit like knock it off well you know i want to i want to throw something real quick um even with the whole morbid stuff and you know 
yes, it was a sad tragedy. And we talk about numbers, how many people died, how many police officers, firefighters. Now, I remember I'm from in the third world country and talking to other people for when we have the greatest military and we always talk about democracy and we're trying to save lives and help other people. I remember when Madeleine Albright was being interviewed and she said, they asked her, do you think those 500,000 women and children who got bombed, was it, was it necessary? She said, yes, it was worth it. And then we go into Afghanistan, huh? I remember when she said that. Right, right. so bomb something, bomb something felt horrible when she said that. Yeah, right, that. but where I'm going with this is, look at the numbers, so we could compare World War II, Vietnam, you know, 9-11, Iraq, but then we go to other countries because other countries, especially in the Middle East, would be like, hey, you know what happened to you that was sad, but, you know, every day we're being bombed. Every every day we're being we're being attacked. And then for this, then, then they go, you guys talking about numbers, let's not, and I, again, it is sad, it is sad, but it's, it's like, you guys talking numbers, like, they're like, come on. You know, so like we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be like Republic said, like we need to be stronger. And like, and CJ, CJ is going like, yeah, we need to do something. It doesn't have to be violent, but yeah, let's do that. Let's set up and let's do that walkout. Let's, let's show like, like all we want to do is be left alone and be happy. And we want mm -hmm. everybody to be happy, be great. Let's, let's like, we have to just figure out like, hey, look, it doesn't matter if you left, right, up, down, center. You know who you like, what you into. Look, we all want we all want the same thing to live in peace, and we like we're not gonna we're not gonna let a small bunch of psychopaths take advantage of us. And I and I, we got we gotta just stand up and say enough's enough. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, I'm gonna pause it for a minute. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. It may sound muffled, but this is the only way I can play audio and and have the people that are in Discord and people who are listening to the live stream. So let's 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 play that. Half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. So there you go. So the lives and deaths yeah. of 300,000 <laughs> innocent uh, women and children. And, and Celeste, and I applaud you for, for opening up yourself that way because the the, the the humanitarian uh, thing is something that you cannot mm -hmm. even put any type of um of of price of any type of of, of, of equation of anything uh, everything that we're saying in terms of what we feel here as Americans and the innocent lives that were lost in in other countries as as well so so yeah. with, with 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 all that being said as we as we navigate navigate through this. And I want to welcome also the, the the we have it looks like we have two other people that have joined the uh, the Discord hangout, and I'll give you the opportunity because I'm sure you joined for a specific reason to provide provide commentary. Uh, but but I reflecting upon the last two or three different conversations, uh, I think that provides us a unique opportunity to understand that as as a whole that we have a much more significant impact in terms of of what's happening. And what I mean yeah. by that in terms yeah. of, of commerce, whether it's the truck drivers with the, 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 the trade, keeping the, uh, the distribution channels going, whether it's the airlines. And, and I think right now people are, there's so many people who are searching for answers through this. 
And we mm-hmm. need to ensure those people that, that they're, they're not alone. And, and I, sometimes I get very frustrated. I get very frustrated at the, the silent majority. I'll give you a perfect example. The, you know, this was a few months ago where I was at a local grocery chain, grocery store, and I had a, a community friend that I speak to and visit with occasionally. And they went out of their way. They saw me and they're like, hey, um, I, I just want to let you know, I see all your social media posts and I see everything that you say and everything. And, and thank you. I could not agree with you more in what you're saying. And why I appreciated that at the same time, I was, I don't want to use the word angry. That's not the right word. I was concerned because when you look at tyranny, when you look at tyrants, when you look through history of people who have been able to circumvent, who have been able to force their ideologies, their beliefs upon other people, it was people that remained silent, that said nothing, that did nothing. So that's my challenges. And, and, and I don't want to, I'm, I'm trying not to scare them away. And I, and, and it, it's, it's difficult, right? Like mm-hmm. how do you encourage yeah. other people to, to be more vocal, to not be afraid of what other people think of you? Like to me, and I've said this numerous times, the ultimate freedom that you can give yourself is when you stop worrying about whether other people think about you or they say about you. That's the greatest gift of freedom that you can give yourself. That's so, definitely the truth. So that's the only way that I can reflect upon the, the 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 silent people who to this to this day don't wait. Don't wait for the next knock on the door to be on your door because they're coming to you and you fail to say and do nothing. This mm-hmm. is this is the moment. This is the calling for you to, to wake up, to understand the tyranny that's ahead, to stop worrying about what people are going to say about you, what they're going to think about you. This is for not only your, your, your current family, but also, also future generations. My mm-hmm. sons, my sons, their kids in the future, they're, theirs. And so if you're going to allow this level of tyranny to continue, then, then, then shame on you. Then shame on you for not speaking up and saying anything because by far, I think there's a lot more people who agree with us. There's a lot more people, and, and we know that we're the silent majority. And and maybe 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 that's the reason. Maybe for those people who are resistant, maybe there's people who, who are hesitant about saying anything. Maybe because they don't understand the technology that they're they're up against, the algorithms, mm-hmm. the the thing that's poss- that's constantly in their news feed that you know the vaccines are the right way to go. That this is majority of people support this and. So they're 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 confused upon all this. So I'm so I'm not I'm not mad at them. I I could be <laughs> very easily, mm-hmm. but I, I just want more people to understand that. And and why I say that is because in, in in all of us that are here in this room, we probably have someone that's like that who who is is on the fence or or has been and and so you know be patient, be patient, you know, try to get them to understand. That that what we're facing, what the road ahead ahead is, and what it looks like, uh, because it's it's from from this point forward, it only gets more difficult. It it, it gets more difficult. So unless we, as a um, as 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 humanity, resist this level of tyranny to understand the ideals of of our republic and what our government understands, and your diligence, your do your duty 
as as an American is to to fight back and resist this level of tyranny that we're we're, we're facing. So, um, with that being said, I'm I'm sorry I was so long winded. I I took up no, way too much good, time. No, um, I, Odyssey. Yeah, that was good. good. Odyssey, good, you jumped you're in, good. so Odyssey, I'm gonna if you want to unmute yourself and and any commentary that you'd like to to provide, go for it. Um, to add to your comment, um, I think it, I it, it would probably I'd probably just quote and say that um, I think all of us can agree with this quote, you know, pertaining to um, you know freedom and everything, and that is uh, free men don't ask for permission, we just do. And I got one quick, quick one quick to say, CJ, you know how you say like you know people got to speak up. I think a lot of people are aware, majority, and they're just scared. That's all I gotta say. Mm -hmm. We have a responsibility. If 2020 showed us anything, I saw a lot of strong people not say a word and gave in, went with the herd as far as putting on a mask, staying six feet apart, getting the vaccine. And we have the responsibility with the truth that we have that we have to spread to others, but we also have to be the bold ones that stand out, that lead, that don't put the mask on, that don't follow their rules. Mm -hmm. I mean, 9-11 to make good of that bad day was the first rabbit hole I ever went down and I started questioning everything the government and any other government has ever told me. And, you know, we all probably wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for that moment. Like I said, I think we have a responsibility to lead right now, this moment. So. Mm -hmm. Well, to to add to that, you know, I'd say my craziest story with the whole 9-11 thing is it was actually my brother of all people who initially was the, the the first skeptical one in our family. And he, this was like back when he was in, I think, high school or middle school when my brother first learned about this. And he was the first. And, and it's funny because like my brother is like a super, super all in liberal now. And, and yet he still holds that belief. I find it extremely odd to say the least that he holds that he's a, a 9-11 skeptic, extremely a 9-11 skeptical, but um, he's also like super into the whole, yeah, take the jab, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, all vaccines are good and all this and all that. And it's just like, that's, you, you sound like the very thing George Orwell coined, you know, the whole double think thing. It's mm-hmm. like, you can't have, you can't have two opposing beliefs and think that you're going to work together. Like, I don't know. It's really, it's really, really odd. And that's how, uh, that's how I guess with the, you know, on a, on a day like today, that's how I first got introduced to it was through my brother of all people. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, um, coming up close on a hard stop because we're going to transition into the Schiller Institute and their live stream for nine 11. I'm very excited about that. Harley Schlanger is going to be moderating. Helga Zeplarouche is going to be providing commentary as well as uh, Bill Benny. Everyone is very familiar with Bill Benny. I'm 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 thankful that he's he's still still with us, um, yeah. you know. So so there, there it's going to be a great discussion in regards to 9/11 and and the road ahead. But I want to give everyone an opportunity for just closing comments. So let's just go around the horn just real quickly. So we'll start with Bill Guy, and then we'll just follow the uh, the 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 Discord group. So Village Guy, and then jump to Celeste. So go for it. Yeah, I was uh, just saying, man, it's a great commentary. He's been doing a lot of good work, and you know, it's 9/11 was a really big rabbit hole for a lot of people. But I'm finding now January 6 is even a bigger rabbit hole for a lot of the law enforcement guys. 
Mm -hmm. you know, I, I've, I've done, I've done a lot of research and kind of backfilled it. And only one of those people actually went to federal prison. Nobody else has a federal registered number, nothing out of those, what, 400 and something. Not, you know, so it, it, it doesn't make sense. And I was talking to a marshal yesterday and he's like, what? And so he got to looking. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's an even bigger rabbit hole than people think. And I just want to say, man, we just got to keep up the pressure and keep up the good work, you know? Yep. Yeah, boo. Yep. That, well and on top of that, no one, still no one has been charged with an in, with insurrection on top of it. Uh, yeah. Celeste, you're up next. Celeste, go for it. I'm just very grateful for this platform, CJ. I'm thankful for uh, all that you do and getting us together with Discord and um, for everybody chatting in. I think this is a wonderful meeting of the minds. And um, I hope one day that there'll be more than just 20 of us or so, you know. Um, I, as you all know, this day is difficult for me, but it is, um, when I listen to people like yourselves, I feel a little bit better. And I know we're all scattered out to the four winds. So it is our duty. I think even to the people that passed away, um, it is our duty to keep thinking for ourselves and to move forward and um, to learn what we can do, you know, to remember this country and why it was founded and um, to get back to the basics. And it's, it is time to push back a little. And I love what CJ said about the silent majority. I too have had people come up to me when they see me in person, oh my God, I love what you put on Facebook, which I don't really post too much on there anymore. I feel like everybody there is almost a lost cause, but um, they'll say, I love what you post on Facebook or I love what you put on Instagram. But I'm just like, why don't you do the same? And I, I understand what CJ said when he gets a, not angry, but you're just like, well, why aren't you doing it if you agree with me? I didn't realize all these people agreed with me. So it is time to stand up. It's time to um and i believe it's bill who's been teaching us about the law the past few days um it is time that we learn um our laws and it's the only way we're going to fight back and it's because yep. most of these people that set these mandates are attorneys so you have to fight fire with fire and i've always i've always thought that way so um i'm just thankful for everybody here and um, it's been a great experience. It's been a great learning experience and I'm glad that we're all here to learn from each other. So you guys have a great day and, um, CJ, thank you so much for putting this on today. Absolutely. Thank you, Celeste. Uh, cowboy. All right. Well, uh, again, you know, I want to acknowledge, uh, everybody here for coming on and not being silent. And I think that's the key. Um, you know, I think also, uh, civil disobedience is something that can be done. Um, I was in a city that rhymes with Schmas Megas recently. And, you know, in their, in their Schmasinos, um, they require masks. And I just simply didn't put one on. And the security would walk up and say, hey, do you need a mask? And I'd say, yeah. And then I'd take their mask and walk away. And I just simply didn't wear one. And I did that. And I do that in a lot of places. Um, and people look at me. And people give me a wide range of looks. And, and they look at me, oh, he's not wearing a mask. Maybe I don't have to wear a mask. And people stop wearing their masks. So it's just, you know, people think that they're alone and they're not. And, back, and again, I'm not going to make this long because we got that hard stop. But the last thing I'll say is I think the statistic is that 
two thirds of people don't trust the uh, the narrative that we're given about the event twenty years ago. Um, you know, and that that just tells you right there, two thirds of people don't trust the story that we were given about what happened with the towers. And th- at the same time, like, do we hear two thirds of people talking about it? No, because they remain silent. So you know, kudos to CJ and V. Um, you know, Rogue has always been about solutions, and I think solution is civil disobedience and speaking up. And that's what I got to say. Thank you, Cowboy. Uh, Jay Crypto. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you, CJ, for having this event and being able to meet everybody and talk with like-minded individuals. And I just wanted to pick up, on, you know, kind of what Cowboy was saying and what I was saying last. Uh, I mean, people are really fearful and scared right now, and it's up to us to lead by example. Because once they see that first person, that first individual stand up and know that they're not alone, then they'll come. And the numbers just pile up. And I believe we're all here for a reason right now. And our ours is to spread the truth, the message, and to lead with strength to help humanity for more prosperous and freedom. So uh, thanks again. I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you. Uh, Kogapat. Hey, man. Um, yeah, I just want to say same thanks to Rogue, you, CJ, having us on here. And, you know, thank everybody on the chat, too, and everybody on here, because you guys make me think, you know. You know, I'm, I keep my mind open to everything and try to understand it better. And one thing I do is when we have, you know, we talk about being scared and talking about this. And when I, when I talk to people about this, I tell them, hey, look, I don't when I'm not trying to convince you. But if you hear me, I don't win a prize if I'm correct. But just take a look at it. It ain't going to kill you because you could force what you want on to me. Doesn't mean I have to believe you. I could look look into it. But you got to take everything with a grain of salt and make the best decision for you. You know what I mean? So yep. bless everybody on here. Yep, you know, it's a great show. And boom, that's all I got to say. Lala Mula. Uh, oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I don't have much to say, but I appreciate everybody's input. Um, it's good to, to hear other voices so, yeah, so you just don't feel so isolated. Anyway, have a good day. Yeah, you're you're never alone. You're never alone. Mac truck, welcome. Glad you made it. Go for it. Hello, can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Um, not going to say much because I'm just going to repeat everything everybody's been saying. Yeah, just God bless everybody and uh, just stay strong. Stay strong. Stand your ground. Stand by your principles. Do not let them gaslight you. Do not take the gene experimental gene therapy and uh yeah we're gonna win we are the majority they want us to think we're the minority we are definitely the majority i think you're gonna see a lot of pushback and my game plan is um stand strong i've already talked it over with my wife Uh, if it comes to it i'm gonna be fired i'm gonna and john singleton's going to be getting a new customer i got his uh website ready to go i'm gonna be uh Using nice. John Singleton's, uh, uh, I forget the name. I, I posted it on the general chat room uh, on uh, Discord there. It's called, it starts with a Z. It's a, it's a weird name, what he named a website to help fight these mandates. And uh, that's it, guys. Yeah, just stay strong. And uh, again, I'm a nurse and I see it. The majority of these admissions are uh, vaccinated people. They're vaccinated people. This is the vaccine makes them more susceptible. Yep. It does, it's doing the exact opposite of what it's, you know, they claim it does. And uh, 
no, that's it. I'm just going to end up rambling on. Thanks no, again. no, you're good. You're, you're, you're good. Mac truck. Thank you for uh, jumping in. Uh, thank you for your contribution. Odyssey. You're up, please. Okay. We'll come back to Odyssey sky queen. Go for it. I think the easiest way in dealing with these other people. And if you want to speak out is use the, but why test. If they say something, that's just crazy and off the wall. Just say, but why? And they have to explain themselves and they cannot. So common sense is the new superpower and use the but why test and you'll challenge them. Good Beautiful. Deal. Beautiful. Republic. I guess my final closing comment is um, it's, you know, some some biblical passage. And that is, um, you know, we all need to stay as gentle as doves, uh, but as wise as serpents. Why? Because we're goddamn Americans. We're not Americans. We're Americans. So. Yep. Love it. Did did I miss anyone? I feel like I missed. Nah, you're good. I we're good. You. Okay. Want to check out it. Hey, All right. Everyone. Yeah, we're yeah we're gonna close this uh, live stream out, but we're getting ready right. to jump into the Schiller Institute with their 911. I'll see uh, you guys over they're, there. They're gonna have their yeah. We're gonna be jumping over there, and then uh, my closing comments are this: uh, peace and love to you all. You're you're not alone. We're 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 gonna we're gonna we're gonna end up okay. It's gonna take some time. There's gonna be some trials, some tribulation, but we're gonna be okay. We we have to be optimistic. Stay strong in your faith. Stay strong in your family. Plug into your community, and God bless you all. Oh, bless CJ. Bless everybody. Bless.